The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday. Hope you had a great Lord's Day and a great weekend. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show and you're listening by uh, Red State Talk Radio, just head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. That's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Just scroll it right down there, look on the right, and we'll be going live right now. You can also catch that live feed at Twitter on my Twitter account at FPPTim, as well as my Periscope account at Setting Brushfires. Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. YouTube channel is B. Dean Sons of Liberty, beforeitsnews.com, and we're right there on the front page, as well as uh, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. You can also catch us on Spreely, Gab, MeWe, Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty and Sons of Liberty Media. And if you'd like to call in, please stick to the topic. Now, guys, uh, be kind, all right, because we know there's going to be some people in here. We're going to get the Trump 2020 stuff and all that other, okay? So be kind to them. <laughs> give them the truth, but we're going to – but be kind to them, okay? Because we want to win them, right? We don't want to repel them. We want to win them. They're already repelled to, to, our, to our worldview. We want to win them to, to ours. And so we do that in speaking the truth uh, and speaking it in love. So if you want to call in, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. And look, if you're a Trump supporter and you want to call in, we welcome you to call in. We'll treat you with respect and polite as well. Now, with that said... I got a message, oh, I don't know, a month or so ago from a good friend on Facebook, George Ann, and um, she said, you need to hear this lady. I said, okay. So uh, the video was her, I guess, um, showing uh, her dog and uh, chickens while she talked and while she prayed in the morning, <laughs> and she's laughing in the background, and, um, <clears throat> and, but it was, it was a very informative um, video, and I said, you know, I'd like to get her on the show, and then as things happen for me, Everything gets busy, and I forget to call people and forget to do things. Uh, so the other day, she said, well, you need to listen to this, too. So I listened to something else. Or no, she said she picked up our Noahide Laws uh, video that we did last week with Lynn. By the way, um, I had to inform her Lynn was the one who had done all that work on that. We just bring Lynn on every week, and she does that. And she's going to do like a second part, too, um, this coming week. 
uh, on, on, we're actually pre-recording it today because I think she has to go back and take care of her daughter in Atlanta. So <clears throat> what I want to do is let me just give a proper introduction here. We're going to bring Dr. June on. Uh, Dr. June Knight is a radio and TV host, a media specialist, an author, and president of We Are the Bride Ministries. Uh, she is a White House correspondent for WATB-TV and WATB Radio. She's an author and has written 10 books. You can check out that link. It's in the description on, across all the video platforms. That link is in there. And um, it's pertaining to the Bride of Christ. From London to Washington, D.C., the Lord has sent her to see the plan of the New World Order, and she published the current day big picture in her four newest books, published in March of 2020. They're also in that link as well, called The American Quad. These four books are The American Exposé, The American Idols, <laughs> don't we talk about that here, The American Judgment, and The Last American Bride. She released them after working at the White House for a year in the press corps for WATB-TV, and that link's also in the description. Now she's settled down in Winchester, Tennessee, with an office studio to share with the world what we're facing in these times. You can listen to her daily on YouTube at WATB-TV, and the same on Facebook. And Dr. June Knight, it is a privilege to have you with us here on the Sons of Liberty. Thank you, sir. I'm very honored to be here. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And and you know what, uh, folks, I think you're just going to find her to be a delight to, to have with us, a sister in the Lord. And again, I don't, need, I don't know why I need to say this. Uh, we're not going to agree on everything, but I tell you what, mm-hmm. what we are going to agree on is who the Christ is, what he's done, and the fact that uh, when we look to the last hope for America, it isn't Donald Trump. It is, right. it is the sovereign, true, and living God waking That's up right, his bride, Amy. as you put it, waking up his bride to take a stand against evil. He said he would raise up yes. a standard when the enemy comes in like a flood. And so that's what we're, that's what we're needing. Now, I gave you an introduction there, uh, Dr. June, and one, one of the things I want to do is I want you to tell people, how did you come to be a White House correspondent? And then we'll get into what you found out once you were in there. Well, I went to school to get my master's degree at Austin Peay State University in Clarksville, Tennessee, back in 2011. And I had bigger plans, you know, in my mind, uh, you know, just working for a company, living the normal life. But after I went to London, God showed me when I studied in London in the study abroad program, the mark of the beast, the plan of the mark of the beast coming. That ended up being my first book. But after I graduated, the Lord told me, he said, shut everything down and I want you to serve me only. He said, I'm your boss. And I was like, no, this means no money. (laughs) So that began my journey back in 2013 of serving him full time. And he sent me, I lost everything. He sent me across this country and told me to serve everyone. I served everyone for free. I did this for about five years traveling and just living off of faith and trusting him and going here, going to this city. I did many national tours and then came President Trump. When President Trump came, the Lord told me to go across the entire country. This is in 2017 and to pray along the entire border. I went six states, I mean, six months, 36 states, 18,000 miles on $20 rod knocking in a ball of tires. I traveled the entire country, interviewed Americans all across this country. It was a phenomenal trip. I ended up in Washington, D.C. and did a national Christian march 
I was pro-Trump all the way. So I did a Christian march trying to rally everybody. Hallelujah. We believe all the Kim Clement prophecies. You know, he is going to turn the country around and God has answered our prayers and saved us. Okay, well, then after uh, that tour, the Lord told me to do 40 days with a team of people to cast down the idols. Uh, God wanted us to be real with him about the idols in the church and in the idols in the nation. So after that was a beautiful process, very much repentance. After that, I finished, I was working on these four books. And then as I was researching and discovering the sickness in the country, when I finished, I thought I finished writing the books. The Lord said, shut everything down, get in the prayer closet. I got in the prayer closet and eight weeks, the Lord spoke to me and said, it's time for you to move to Washington, D.C. He made me go to Washington, D.C. with nine dollars in a suitcase. He made me go completely by faith. I didn't know anyone. I got up there. I got off the Greyhound bus. I went live and I said, Bride, I obeyed the Lord. The Lord told me to come. I have nine dollars in a suitcase. <laughs> but let me tell y'all something. God did miracles. He he took care of me like a queen. I stayed in four and five star hotels for three weeks. And then he he put me in this place for a month. And God did everything. He opened up the door at the White House. I was praying over the Capitol, the U.S. Capitol for three months. And then when I went into the White House, the Lord told me, I want you to be a White House correspondent. Bride, I didn't know what I was doing. I have the education, yes. But to go to that level, it was just pure obedience. I walked in there and I was so scared because, first of all, I'm a big woman. Second of all, I'm by myself. I'm, a, you know, like a low man on the totem pole. And I walked in and I said, Lord, if you do not clothe me in your glory right now, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I went in there and the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to not speak to anyone and be quiet for four months. Now, I obeyed the Lord. I went in there and minded my own business, sat down. But do you know that because I obeyed the Lord, he opened up phenomenal doors People respected me. And then they started being nice and that opened up all these other doors. But the point that I'm saying is I went in there so pro-Trump. I would stand in front of his office and I would put my hands towards his office and I would pray, Lord, I pray for President Trump and all the mainstream media because I believed what he was saying about how they're the bad guy. And I would do it right in front of them. I was bold. And I was like, I'll pray for our president, no weapon formed against him, <laughs> you know, and I was covering him in prayer and everything. And so one guy walked up to me, he goes, who are you? He, I think he was from the Wall Street Journal. And he goes, who are you? What is your credentials? How did you get in here? And I just told him God. <laughs> but anyways, I just want to tell you this, Brad. I was shocked to discover that I was the only Christian organization in there, the only evangelical in there. I was like, what? And I was like, where is CBN? Where is TBN and all them, you know? And so when I got in there, I started planning another Christian march for the president. It was called Trump. It was for his uh, Trump 2020 campaign. And it was called, I called this Evangelicals for Trump. 
And I started this in March of last year in 2019. And the March was actually going to be in September. Well, when I first got there in October, walk away, you know, the LGBT movement, they came to uh, the mall and they stood out there and they threatened the Republican Party. Now, I have been Republican my whole life. I have always voted Republican and I was very much pro-Trump and et cetera because of our Christian beliefs. Well, here's walk away out there. And he says, all right, all you Republicans and president, we're going to vote for you in 2018. But if you do not go along with our agenda, we are not going to vote with you in 2020. I was like, oh, they did not just threaten us, you know. And so the Lord gave me a dream. And the Lord said, I want you to go to the White House. And Brian, this was right after I got approved to be a correspondent in the White House. It took an act of God, let me tell you. So I knew I was putting my career on the line. So the Lord said, I want you to go out there and I want you to say this speech. I went out there with a megaphone in front of over 400 people in the White House. And I said, Lord, I'm going to need you to cover me because I was so scared in front of all these people. But I got out there and I spoke the truth. And this is what God told me to tell the Republicans and the president. And this was in November. I think it was the third of 2016. I mean, of uh, 2018. The Lord told me to tell them, president and Republicans, if you partner with this agenda and you partner with the progressives and the left, God will bring judgment to this nation so fast. So um, this man who was, uh, I guess, a homosexual, he come over there to punch me in the jaw. Well, he couldn't stand it. So the Secret Service kept him off of me, but he screamed the entire time. So the Lord had me warn these people. Okay, then six months later, I'm still pro-Trump, still on the Trump train, planning this big event in September. And then all of a sudden he goes public. Okay, HR5 is a bill from hell against the church supporting the LGBT agenda. I've been watching it. I've been wondering why the evangelicals are not speaking out against it, the ones that surround the president. And then I've been wondering, where is the president on this issue? So I tried to interview the evangelicals. They wouldn't give me the time of day. And I'm thinking I'm the only ones, the only organization in the White House. And you won't give me, you know, a Christian one, the time of day. What's wrong with this picture? You know, with them being evangelicals. Okay, so the day that the bill went uh, voted on by the Democrats and was voted in and and ready to go to the Senate, the president, and you can't tell me, I'm like you, brother, I say this all the time, you can't make this up. He goes on Fox News the day that that passed and said he endorsed gay marriage. I was like, what? No. Okay, so because I cannot partner with this. My ministries, we are the bride ministries, and God keeps us separated. So then uh, right after that, he had a big event at the White House in the Rose Garden. Now, in the Rose Garden is kind of a semi-formal event, okay? So we go out there, and he has all the conservative talking heads, all these people that are Trump, Trump, Trump on YouTube and all the other avenues, And he told them, he goes, I'm going to fight for you. 
I'm going to stop them from persecuting you and I'm going to tell the social media that they better let you have free speech and all this. And then at the end of it was the big debacle between the Playboy guy, the CNN uh, reporter, and then those conservatives got in the fight out there in the Rose Garden. But anyway, the president never did it. He never did it. And so I'm thinking, where is his act? You know, because this affected me as a Christian social media like you. You know, we use all this, so we need this protection. He never did it. Then comes June. When June rode around, he went public in support of the LGBT Pride Month. He did it on Twitter. And I was like, what? And then I'm starting to look at the church and how the church is reacting. Crickets. I'm like, what? No, they're not crickets. I, no, they're not crickets. They're supporting it. I'm seeing it. In, listen, I'm seeing it in the chat room now. The people who, you know, they're saying, oh, she's lying. Oh, this isn't this. This isn't that. All this. You know, you know what, guys? How about paying attention to actual documented facts? That's what we've done on the Sons of Liberty Media. We have shown you this guy has put an open sodomite who tried to redefine yeah. marriage. He's 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 um, committing sodomy. He isn't having sex. He's committing sodomy with another man. He put him in as an ambassador, an open sodomite to and, Germany, uh, and to Germany. And then he's trying to push decriminalization throughout the world. Where is that his job first? And second, as the minister of God, Romans thirteen, which he is, he will answer to God for that. Where is mm-hmm. it his job to decriminalize what God has criminalized? And right. has said it's a capital crime. He has funded, and I've sent the links in on the Facebook page for you guys who are asking. The, 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 the reports are out. He is funded with more money to Planned Parenthood, which only does 40% of the abortions. He is funded more of, more of the American Holocaust than any other president, including the usurper Barack Hussein Obama, Satora Sabarka. He's funded more of those. And you people think, oh, if Joe Biden gets in, he's going he's gonna to fund a murder. He's going to support the sodomites. He's going to be a socialist. Well, let me tell you something. What do you think that stimulus was that, that Donald Trump signed? What do you think the $1.5 trillion before that, the month before, that he gave to Wall Street, what do you think that is? That's called socialism. What do you think the buying out of securities by the Treasury Department, the Trump Treasury Department is? That's communism. What do you think the public-private partnerships that are being produced there uh, through his administration, which have been done in other administrations too, it's not just him, it's called fascism. Folks, if you want to keep pushing that and calling it Christian, you are antichrist. And I got to tell you, let me let me put this in right here, Dr. June, because I get mm-hmm. worked up a little bit over people who come in and ignorantly don't know what's going on because right. all they can do is see the stars of the WWE SmackDown. That's all they can see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I posted a thing, and I realized uh, uh, Frank Zappa, it was an atheist musician. I get it, folks. But he still made an image of God, and he said some correct things, and he talked about the issue. Very simply, he said that the politics is nothing more than the entertainment arm of the military-industrial complex. And furthermore, furthermore, you guys who didn't see the message by Chuck Baldwin yesterday on what is part of a beast system, you really need to watch that. In fact, I'm going to put it in the archives. It'll be down below the show later on today at sonsoflibertymedia.com because he points you to exactly what it is, and if you can't see that, 
you need to have your eyes open. And I'm not saying that as somebody who's above anybody. I'm not a prophet or the son of a prophet, but I can tell you this. God's Word explains that. It shows us what it is. And if you can't see that, not only in the previous administration and the one before that and the one before that and the one before that, but in this one, because you listen to words and you don't look at the real actions, you know, James says what you 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 say that you have faith. Amen. Well, show me the faith by your deeds. Well, Come Tim, on. he's done some things, and I agree. He Amen. has done some things, but he's thrown you bones, while at the other time he's stabbing you in the back with another thing. So, uh, Dr. June, I think you're right, right on. So what You are, are right on it, sir. What what you are some are of the right on it. What are some of the other things that you have seen take place there during your time uh when you were there at the White House before you left? What are some of the other things? Were there other things that were said too? Because I think you brought up yes. several things that happened here. Yes, because what happened is in July, he cussed our God. He said the G D word twice at a rally at his Trump twenty twenty yep. kickoff. And I was like, they, somebody told me about it. I said, surely he was just quoting someone. But I looked at it. The first time he said GD, he was quoting. The second time, he just come out and said it. I cried so much to the Lord. I said, Lord, I am so sorry that our president of the United States cussed you. I'm embarrassed. I am Because I'm still on the Trump train at this time. And I'm embarrassed. And, you know, the Lord spoke to me and he said, he did it because he was measuring the church. I said, what? He said he is measuring the loyalty of the church. Listen to this. I began watching the way that the people reacted to him cussing God. They made excuses. I was like, I'm out. There ain't no way. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, then the next month we had the shooting in El Paso. Okay. The president goes in the Oval Office. This was in August. And he goes in the Oval Office, which when you're in the press corps, you understand the protocol at the White House. When he does a press conference in the press room, it's very semi-formal. When he does it in the East Room, inside the White House, it is formal. When he does it in the Rose Garden, it's kind of semi-formal. But if he does it inside the Oval Office, it's an act of war. It's like everybody in this country needs to be quiet and listen to what I've got to say. Well, he does it in the Oval Office. And he told everyone, he said, I am tired of the white supremacists. I am going to come after the, I'm going to do the red flag gun laws. I'm coming after the extremists. I'm going to talk to the social media and I'm going to have them begin to expose extremists. And so I'm thinking extremists, because I've been warning the church, that is us. We think that they're meaning the Muslims, no church. They're meaning the Christians when they say extremists. Then he goes to the UN in September. Now, here I am, got his march planned right after the UN. I go to the UN, and there is all of the evangelicals sitting down front, with the guy from the Noahide laws at the UN who people don't understand what the Noahide laws are. You need to understand them. There is a guy named Cohen, Rabbi Cohen, who sits there at the UN all the time pushing this one world unity, uh, one world vision at the UN. Well, he was sitting down there with our evangelicals and all these Muslims and Hindus and all these ecumenical leaders 
and I'm in the back filming this and I'm ready to throw up. It is a stench in God's nostrils. Okay, then I had to do the march. And by then, I already knew about the president. I already knew that he was a disappointment. We had been duped. And I was sad for the nation and sad for the church. And I went out there and I told the Trump supporters that came to the march, I said, I'm telling everybody here right now, we are not here for Trump. We are here to pray for our country. And we marched around the White House declaring we're a Christian nation and we prayed. But then God pulled me out supernaturally the next month and pulled me out of Washington right before the bottom fell out. And now I wrote these four books and have exposed what the big agenda is that is happening in this country. And here's the deal. The country is now taken over by the new world order. And I want y'all to hear me good. Okay. The world is taken over. There is no more uh, voting the lesser of two evils. That is out the window. That is the way we have always voted. But now they are all together to get her. They are after the Christians. This Black Lives Matter is not about black people and white people. It's about a black darkness agenda after the white, the light, after Christianity. When President Trump stood in front of that broke down church who had a lesbian pastor, he stood in front of there and held that Bible like this. He specifically held it like this and put his thumb in the middle. He held that Bible up like this. And I looked at that. I had the eeriest feeling like this was the charge to begin the persecution on the church. He was the one that called the persecution to the church. Then it came to me like this. Here's what he did. Let's put the Bible down. What happens when you do this? Power to the people, let's do it. Power to the people, let's do it. Same motion. And so I thought, you just called the persecution to the church. And guess what happened the next day? He puts a tweet out and says, don't y'all dare burn down churches. And I'm like, and then what began happening? They began burning churches down. And I'm like, people, can't you see what is happening? Because this is a president that told everyone, I am not globalist. I am going to pull out of the UN. I'm going to lock her up. I am going to stop Obamacare. Did he do it? Absolutely not. Is he friends with Hillary? Absolutely yes. Did he have meetings in the White House with globalists while I was working there? Yes. That began opening my eyes too because I'm like, why is he meeting with all these globalists? Because I'm sitting here thinking, aren't you supposed to be not the globalist and then all of the liberals and all them are globalists? So let me tell you in one quick little summary what President Trump has done. When he used to be Democrat, he became Republican to run for this. He pulled the church in. He gave them a seat at the table. He pulled them in. He allowed them to do prayer meetings and do all these shenanigans so that the world would think that we was in. But here's what he did. He pulled the church in. He never repented. He had four years to repent 
which we know what it's going to take for us, this nation to turn around is for true repentance and to address God for who he is. The name is Jesus and to turn from their wicked ways. He did not do it. You know what he did? He turned to the globalists. When this coronavirus happened in 2020, he turned to the globalists and did the open up America again plan. And he pulled, he pulled all the big dogs in Facebook, Google, all the globalists. He didn't ask for the church's opinion. The first thing he did when all this hit is shut down the church, muzzle the mouth of the church get the globalists to make up this new world order plan that tells you how to live right now. You got to be six foot distance. You're not allowed to do this. You got to go to bring your kids to school and, and you got to put them inside a plastic uh, box and you got all your kids got to wear a mask. They're the ones running the country and the church just because he has put this narrative out there that everything is the Democrats fault They are the ones that shut everything down. People have bought. It's a lie, people. It is a lie. He is partnered with the UN. This whole debacle is all together. The Republicans, the Democrats, there is no more red. There is no more blue. They're all purple. They're all working together. And this is a new world agenda. Am I making sense there? No, you you absolutely are. In fact, I think you're right over the target because, boy, the people are piling in. And the people who want to call names, you know, guys, just for just for the record, you guys who have nothing to respond to what she says here. And we've documented on SonsLibertyMedia.com. We've documented his his, while he says with his mouth he's against abortion, it's a terrible thing, this, that, and the other, he funds it more mm-hmm. than any other administration in history. While he says he, well, I don't even know that he says it now, he said the Supreme Court has made uh, sodomite marriage the law of the land. No, they don't, because the Constitution says legislation only comes through, what? Congress. So instead of throwing names, because you look like illogical people doing that that's an ad hom that's what that's called when you cast names instead of saying no 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 here's the facts here's what really is going on um you call names and so uh you know dr june i i agree with you on these things and i'm glad that for people who are tuning in and saying well who is this woman why haven't you heard about her and this that and the other she's a she's a former white house correspondent and here's the deal she has seen this with her own eyes it hasn't been a Mm -hmm. he said she said some of you people out there are saying well, such and such came out and said Trump gave his heart to the Lord. Well, let me ask you something. Where do you see that in the Bible? You don't see that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You see a preaching of the gospel and a call to repentance. And if the person is truly converted, you see repentance. Trump mm-hmm. has stood there and told the He's told you, church. He's told you. He doesn't. He's never asked God for forgiveness. He has no need of repentance when he's asked about a favorite Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know it. Second time he's asked, he quotes something that isn't even in the Bible. You are dealing with a spirit of Antichrist. You are dealing with an angel of light, which the Bible tells us that Satan's ministers often disguise themselves as angels of light. This is deception. It really is. It is. And you know what? In a terrible way. There was a part of me, I, I liked what Trump had to say when he was campaigning. I thought he was hitting all the right marks, but the, the further we got on, and as soon as he, as soon as he got elected and he told his supporters, we owe Hillary Clinton a debt of gratitude for a service of God. That should have told you right then. And it told me exactly, exactly who he was, even though I wanted to mm-hmm. think something, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's what he told right. you people. So you people who want to call me out, you want to say he this flipped. about Dr. June, 
yeah, if you want to say this about us, you're the fool for this. I mean, he's playing you for a fool. He's playing mm-hmm. you for a fool. And I could, I've played the clips on here. So people, you say, well, you're lying. No, I can play you the clips. You can go online and see them, but you don't want to see them. You want to do this. You want to cover your face. You want to plug your ears. You want to spout off at the mouth. And God just simply tells you to repent, you stiff-necked people. You have mm-hmm. to repent. You have to turn to the Lord Jesus Christ, be reconciled to God. You would see it if you want to see it. But the problem is, again, we, we can show this all day long. We can show the Antichrist spirit and people like Teresa Woodward will come in. I'm voting for Trump no matter what. I can't stand to hear people who are hypocrites. Or I'm sorry, hypocrites. That's, what, that's how she said it. Well, Teresa... Mm-hmm. This is why the show is here. It is to open your eyes to the truth because one way or another, you can vote Democrat, you can vote Republican. You're getting fascism or you're getting communism one way or the other. That's what you're going to get. Now, we got a caller online. I don't know who it is, so we're going we're gonna to take the call. I said I would take the call. And uh, let me see what we got on. Caller, are you there? Hi, Tim. It's Joni. How hey, are Joni. You? <laughs> Good to hear from you. Joni is a contributor to Sun, uh, Sons of Liberty Media. Hi, Joni. Yes, <laughs> Hi, Dr. Gina. I wanted to ask you a question, and this yes. has to do with the USMCA. And, you know, we know that it passed. Now, when you were up there in the White House, did you see... Now, I'm assuming this had been going on for years. This was not something that just popped up to redo a trade deal. This was actually to institute a regional government between Canada, Mexico, and the U.S., to where that Canada's involved in our government, Mexico's mm-hmm. involved in our government, and it's going to eventually lead to uh, subservience under a higher government. Now, have we have we got that straight? Is well, that let me tell you a bigger picture on that that's in my book, sis. Okay, it's not oh, just the it? United Mexico-Canada agreement. It's bigger than this because this coronavirus is just a cover-up for them to do the implementation of the one world government entire world because they are combining money. They're combining all their laws. They're coming together in all three right now, the one world religion, the currency is being used through the vaccine. They're having a vaccine Congress in just a few weeks, which I will be uh, covering that event because that's where they're going to bring in the, digital money and this is why they're doing away with coins and they're doing away with cash and they're merging everything sis all at once and so this united mexico and canada is really to just to get this continent uh together in unity for this big global plan okay so that's kind of what i was kind of i I kind of thought that was and of course we've been on this coronavirus thing for a long time and we've been trying to wake up that this vaccine is nothing more than something that's going to alter your DNA and yes. probably affect your brain and make you a little more compliant with this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just wouldn't, will that, will something like that be brought up at this Congress as well? Yeah, now listen, we're going to have many people work in this Congress. It cost us almost uh, $1,200 just to pay to be able to have the audio, the video to the conference. But we knew as a church, we've got to have this because this is the new world order on steroids. We need to hear what they are saying behind closed doors. And that's like this event that's going on in Washington at the same time 
the apostate church, the new apostolic reformation, the NAR is meeting in Washington, Jonathan Kahn, Franklin Graham. They're all meeting there in Washington the day uh, before the vaccine Congress. And they are, can you believe this, Tim, that they are calling the church to come in for this repentance that they're saying is for revival, not in the name of Jesus, because they're doing this ecumenical deal. Well, that's they're a- having all the faiths there. And they're bringing them there with Antifa, burning the city down and everything. This is, well, this is, Dr. June, this is the thing that we've been pointing out here. You've got, you know, Franklin Graham does some good things too. He says some good things, Mm -hmm. not denying that. Uh, Jonathan Kahn, I have, I have a lot of reservations about that guy. I'm just going to tell you, Mm -hmm. but these guys come in. The thing I want to know is when, uh, when Trump goes out and he supports the open sodomite, agenda when he continues mm-hmm. to fund the murder of the unborn here in america yeah. folks he is doing i put it in the chat room do you people who say that we're not doing it, i've documented it for you i've given you the documents in the articles when he does that they don't say mr president you need to repent of that the the constitution gives you the power to exactly. veto these things and to stop them you can talk all day long about the democrats leading the house but this guy right. This guy had the Senate and the House when he came in. He couldn't even get Obamacare cut off. Well, that was the that was mm-hmm. the deep state guys, and it was the rhino stuff. Okay, he has the power of the veto. And what did he do? Right. He said he was going to fight for you. How long did he quote unquote shut the government down? Which wasn't a shutdown. It was getting rid. It was it was stopping paying uh, non essential employees. Well, what does that imply? Well, it implies they're not essential. So why do we keep paying them? That doesn't make any sense. He sit there and he waffled and he signed it anyway. And this guy has not vetoed one bill he has advanced the democrat agenda you people in the in chat sure room are has. not paying attention and mm-hmm. so one one party has their mask off the other one is the same thing it's just they got a mask on they're still masking themselves and you're not seeing what's going on and i don't know why people can't see mm-hmm. it this isn't a pitch for biden if you think that's what this no. is then you have been so propagandized that you yes. can't see what's going on to you and to your children and to your neighbors. You can't see it. You get angry right. over every little thing, but you will not stand against it when it when it really comes down to it. You won't do it. And mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know what else to say, Doctor June. I want people to see and to hear the truth and then make a well. An assessment. I need to tell them something about the president that they need to know. First of all, in twenty twenty. This is a year of transition. Y'all have got to hear me on this because I'm telling you legal documents that have come down the pike from the White House. The president has broken up 2020 into four quarters. The first quarter was the revealing to mankind that we have a problem. We have this coronavirus out here. So he has the task force come on there every day and tell you all the different things they're buying all the different things that they're doing and, and explaining to you, we have a problem. Unconstitutionally, I might add, unconstitutionally. Yeah, fully UN, fully Bill Gates, which practiced all this in October of 2019. And the same people that Bill Gates practiced with, John Hopkins University and all them, are all the ones working with the president now. So the first half was the first quarter was rolling out the problem. The second quarter of the year was them putting in the open up America again plan, which means, okay, 
And he quit his task force meetings, his uh, press conferences. He said, okay, I've told you the problem. Now we're providing the solution. Now we know how they do order out of chaos. Hegelian dialectic. Hegelian dialectic. That's what this is. So we're telling you, this is what you have to do now. You're going to have to do social distancing. You're going to have to do a mask. We're going to have to test all you people. So now we're going to test you. Okay. At the end of the second quarter, he said the third quarter is what? The transition into greatness. That's what he said. Transition into greatness. I'm thinking, okay, what is the transition into greatness? Well, what happened then? George Floyd. George Floyd, is he was killed. And then they did all that stuff, the uh, protesting and all the riots during what? The second quarter. The third quarter, he's meeting with the apostate church, all of them down there in Texas, along with all the other religions. Because let me tell y'all, every time he says he's doing something for the church, it's not. It's for everyone. He is extremely ecumenical. Okay, then he transitioned into what? The transition into greatness. What does he do? He has Kanye West. Oh, I'm running for president. So he has Kanye West saying, I'm going to run for president. I mean, it's a debacle what they've done with Kanye West. But anyways, okay, so this third quarter is the transition into greatness. The fourth quarter is, guess what, bride? The rollout of the vaccine starts in October. So guess what they're doing in September? The end of the transition into greatness. You've got Jonathan Kahn and the apostate church in Washington, D.C., who had this planned back in January, who for some reason knew they was still going to be able to meet in September. With all of this going on in the country, they never changed their plans. They knew. Okay, then they're going to be out there and they're telling everybody, we have to return. We have to return to our roots. Yeah, the same thing that the NAR apostate church has been teaching everybody, going back to your Hebrew roots. And now President Trump signs the peace deal and he does it on what? called the Abrahamic Accord. Do y'all realize what the Abrahamic Accord is? It's completely, it is a spirit of Antichrist. And true, mm-hmm. and true Christians can see that, I think. The people who claim that they're yes. Christians and they come in here. By the way, we're having people asking for documents on what you were saying about the, the last quarter, and I'll see what, what she can get us for that, uh, because I haven't covered mm-hmm. that part. But I can tell you this. I can tell you that there was another thing that we talked about, and that was on the yeah. red flag laws. Now, we've covered that, too. And people say, okay. oh, you edited the video and all this other after the Parkland shooting. No, those were his own words about uh-huh. denying due process. Folks, that is the Fifth Amendment of the Constitution. To take your property first without due process right. is, is criminal. I mean, to mm-hmm. it, even admit that is criminal. And so yes. the point that I'm trying to make is this. You heard some things about red flag laws. We know the DOJ, and this has been in the news, folks. This isn't just sons. This has been in mainstream. These guys, uh, the DOJ has taken and they have uh, basically bribed the states to implement their own red flag laws. 
And uh, boy, we're getting uh, hit with some stuff here. I can see the tech stuff, and I'm, my computer isn't even at 20%. So if we're freezing up, that's something hitting my system because that doesn't happen here. Uh, and I don't know why. Well, I'm not blaming any witches. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> blaming any of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I believe that that Jesus is King. I don't believe the devil's the god of the world. I believe yeah, God is yeah. the god of the world. Jesus is is putting all of his enemies under his feet. He's bringing them to submission, one way or the other, through the gospel or through destruction, one or the other. First Corinthians 15. I'm not a last days madness person. I believe yeah. that the King is doing what he's what he's paid for, and he's doing that. So, Doctor June, can you tell people a little bit about what you saw with the red flag laws when you were there in White House correspondence? Oh yes, I can. After that happened in El Paso, he did the meeting. I told y'all in the Oval Office. He said, "I am going after the red flag gun laws." Since then, Bride, we have 26 states with the red flag gun laws. And that's when I checked a little while ago. It may be a whole lot more by now. Another thing, Tim, that you said about the abortion that people so easily forget. Under President Trump's watch, you have the state of Virginia governor telling everybody that he's approved of children being murdered after they're coming out of the womb. And you're saying that the president is pro-life. Really? And you're going to allow a, a state to turn around and say, oh, we're going to kill your kids when they come out of the room. If the parent tells me they do not want that child, we will murder them. And this is the most pro-life president in history. What a joke. That's And you, people say, well, that's the reason I'm voting for him, because he's so pro-life. Okay, well, so you're just going to you're going to partner with him when he partners with the New World Order, and he partners with the LGBT agenda, which you know is a stench in God's nostrils. And God will never, ever, ever bless anybody that touches that vomit. Not anybody. No, I, I completely he, agree. In fact, yes. in fact, he destroyed two cities, completely annihilated them to ash mm-hmm. because of sodomy. Uh, we've got another caller. I think this is Lynn. Lynn's the one who did all of the, the work there on the <laughs> Noahide laws. So I think Lynn yes. wants to uh, to put in two cents. Lynn, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Hey, Lynn. Okay, I just want. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for verifying so much of of um, what I had found, and it was so wonderful that uh, God led you to our interview and all that kind of stuff. But I just wanted yeah. you, since you know so much about the Noahide laws, and you know yeah. Tim and I brought a whole bunch to the table last week for everybody. If you would just kind of take a couple of minutes to let everyone know how the Lucerne Convention has infiltrated the church and come in, and they're actually using uh, Jesus' name to bring about the UN Sustainable Development Goals and how that plays into the unanimical uh, movement that you've been talking about. Thank yes, you, Lynn. And by, you by, hang on just a second. Thank you, Lynn. And by the way, Joni, I know you left off. We appreciate your call, too. Thank you. Go ahead. Let Andrew. me tell you something. In this book, I talk about that agreement in the American Expose because... That is when Billy Graham became fully blown ecumenical, Billy Graham. And uh, the Lucerne Agreement is an ecumenical partnership with all the religions. Okay, so uh, the thing is, is that we have this deal with the Noahide laws uh, where they are actually... um, changing the fiber of America. They're really 
eating us from the inside out because they are they are working with the educational system and they are are already have courts of justice. I don't know if y'all know about courts of justice, but they have got them and they're placing these centers in all the colleges across this country. I mean, they're in position and they are very a formidable group that we need to know about. But she was asking about what was she asking Tim about the Lucan agreement again? She I lost was, that. No, she was just she was just wanting your wanting your input on that as far as what it is and and how it's impacting. And by the way, people, you say Trump isn't pushing this by not doing anything. He's being complicit in it. He works with the people with Chabad. Uh, that is an occultic Jewish sect. It's not it's not Old Testament. It isn't even like just. Orthodox Jew- Judaism. It, it is a, mm-hmm. an occultic Judaism. And uh, this, you know, in his own book, I've shown you the quote from his own book where he was, he had a Kabbalah teacher. Donald Trump did. His son in law mm-hmm. is in Chabad. They, yes. look, these people make no bones about the fact that they want to kill a lot of you people. I mean, they make no bones about it. And their mm-hmm. wickedness is something that just dwarfs what you hear in Islam and Islam's bad too. Both are antichrist systems because they deny that Jesus, God came in the flesh. Oh, they'll tell you certain things. And let me put this in here, Dr. June. If we have to go over a little bit, we'll go over a little bit. My father was a Southern Baptist, is a Southern Baptist pastor. Now I'm not, I can't, I was ordained in the Southern Baptist church. I'm Presbyterian, but the fact of the matter is he was in that. And as a young preacher, you say, well, Jews wouldn't talk about Jesus. And let me tell you something. My dad was a fiery preacher. He was one of those kind of guys that when you hear him, it, it seemed like perspiration was equal with inspiration, okay? And it, they aren't the same thing. A lot of people can get worked up and not tell you the truth. Yeah. But my dad told me, he said, when I was a young Christian, he told me, he said, I had a Jewish guy come up to me. And this isn't a put off on Jewish people, okay? I, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not like some yeah. of these people who say, oh, we ought to get rid of Jews. I don't believe that at all. But I believe there is a certain brand, these occultic Jews, that need to be dealt with in our country. Those people do need to be dealt with. The other ones need the gospel. But these are the guys who who found uh, formed from the Pharisees we talked about in the Noahide Laws. And here's the deal. This Jewish guy came to my dad. He says, you're, a, you're just so charismatic. He says, I'll pay for the tent. We'll go around the country, and we'll make a lot of money. And that's all he was interested in. He was interested in my dad's message. And my dad says, well, the message of the gospel is not for sale. Why would I do that? And he says, you don't believe in the message that I'm selling. You just believe or the message that I'm telling. You just want to do it for profit. And he says, that's the wrong thing. He says, I'm not doing that. My dad told me that more than two decades ago. So I know the issue that comes behind this is the love of money. Jesus said you're either mm-hmm. going to serve God or you're going to serve money, right? And Paul tells us that the one who thinks that godliness is gain that's just ridiculous. That's not what the Bible says. If you mm-hmm. if you have amassed a lot of wealth, you have God to thank for that. And if you're poor, you have God to thank for that. And if you're the middle class, mm-hmm. you have God to thank for that. And God has put you in that position because he is using you for his purposes, for his glory. Not for yours, for his. And it's for yeah. your good. The Bible tells us all things um, that he has ordained are for our good and for his glory, not our own. But what do you see coming out of this White House? I'm just going to tell you. We're the best of everything. We're the biggest thing in the U.S. history. We're going to have the hugest thing. We're going to do this. And we, we've we done that. And folks, I'm telling you, you are hearing what your itching ears want to be tickled with mm-hmm. rather than 
taking that off and saying, okay, I hear what you're saying. Now, what are you doing? Because oftentimes those two things are opposites. Now, sometimes they're the same. I have been telling everybody that you cannot go by what he says. They have learned learned to fool us. They've learned to fool us over time. They really have. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You were talking about red flag laws, though, uh, and what was going on there. Yeah, well, the point is, is that he, because he did get backlash from the conservatives on that one. So he began to turn around and say, no, I'm for uh, pro-gun, but he still is doing it. So what do you do? I mean, well, he's let me let me see if I can put that in um, for people who, who don't understand what he's done. He's done it in the coronavirus. He's done it with the red flag laws. What he does is he like what you said, he marches the guys out. He was marching them out daily in this corona nonsense uh, that they haven't even separated out. They don't even have a pure quote unquote virus. Uh, Joni, who called in earlier, she's a registered nurse. She was saying, are we really dealing with a parasite rather than a virus? I don't even know what we're dealing with because mm-hmm. uh, she also brought out, brought to the forefront that uh, what they call COVID-19 is actually the human genome eight. So virtually everybody has that. This is not, I mean, they are trying to say, the very things that we've been propagandized with, and that is the human race is the cancer. It's got to be eradicated, and we'll do it however we got. Nurse Kate, who comes on on Saturdays, she's the one been pointing out. We had that wonderful, you people were commenting on it in this morning, that wonderful stand in London on Saturday. My goodness, the people were out there telling the truth, and it resonated with people, and they were sharing it, and they were like, I wish I was there. Some of them were saying, I wish this was happening in America. It's happening in London. You know why it's happening in London? Because they're feeling the oppression. America is not feeling it as bad. Some states are, but a lot of the other ones are doing the other. Um, This Ross Clark. Nice try, Ross. I don't know what you did there. Copy this to ruin the filthy post. Um, Dude, if you've got something that you want to bring, the number is up there. You could call. But here's the problem uh, that I find, Dr. June. Yeah. People are happy, like Ross, to be little keyboard warriors, little cowards. And the Bible says cowards will find their place in the lake of fire, bro. So you need to repent first uh, instead of, and do you kiss your mother with that mouth? I mean, come on, dude. Clean yourself up. You sound like a t- five-year-old who's been watching too many bad movies. Uh, Dr. June, we're about to run out of time here. You've got about 20 seconds. Okay. Tell people where they can find out more about you, and then we'll pick you up on the other side of the close of the radio show, okay? Okay, guys. It's uh, You can go to GoTreeHouse.org, and that's where you can get the books to see the big picture of what's happening. And you can listen to me every day on uh, YouTube at WATB.TV. You see it there. WATB.TV. Okay, music came in there a little loud. Sorry about that. Guys, uh, on Red State Talk Radio, catch us on YouTube and Facebook. We're going to continue this for a few minutes, and then we're going to close out. 23 hours. You're going to love the sermon that's coming tomorrow. See ya. Okay, we're back, and for those of you who will be joining us from Red State Talk Radio, welcome. We appreciate you guys' support. Um, You guys, you know, um, Gia... Let me let me ask you something. Uh, somebody else, yeah, Gia Hunas, um, and I hope I pronounced that correctly. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm, I'm just uh, uh, you're in the chat on Facebook. Here's the here buy my book, Shannon. Look, she's written the books. I put that out there. 
Okay, so here's the deal. You want the information? There's the burden of proof. This is from an eyewitness. Right. This is not yes. one of your paid. This is not one of your paid, corporately owned media outlets. Okay. So here's. Well, hang on a second. Hang on, Gia. It's not just her. We've presented the documentation over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You people don't want to do the work. You want to let your conservative talking heads pull you along like this. Okay. The hook in your jaw, like you read about in Ezekiel, you're letting them pull you along with a hook in your jaw where you're dying to go. Rather than looking to the Word of God, knowing what the law is, and what the, because here's the thing, you, yeah, I know, Shan. Um, <laughs> I'm reading some of the, the comments in the chat. It's amazing to me that people who call themselves Christians, it really shouldn't be because Jesus said it would be this way, but it's amazing to me to watch people when you present them with the facts. And it isn't just what we've said. Again, we've documented it. You guys who say that he's, tr- he's pro-life, we've documented from Planned Parenthood's own records. The documents are there. You can go see them. Here, let, me, let me give you one of the hypocrisies here. This is Tina Marie Trevenin. I read these posts of yours, and I have to laugh at the hypocrisy. You make a judgment about another person's religious beliefs based on biased media coverage. I haven't quoted the media. In fact, Tina, let me, let me just put something out to you. I have quoted the president's own tweets, and you can see them when he says such and such. I forget the guy's name, Mark something. But here's the thing. This Mark guy said, Trump is the king of Israel. He's like the second coming of God, okay? And Trump doesn't rebuke him and say, no, 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 wait a minute. There's only one king of Israel and king of the world, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. There's only one second coming of God, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He doesn't do that. He just goes, wow. He's like Herod in the book of Acts, and this is Mm -hmm. something that uh, Chuck Baldwin touched on last night that I said the other week. He is the guy who is ready. He is ready to be eaten of worms. I mean, the same thing happened to Herod for not silencing the people when they said, not the voice of a man, a voice of a God. Right. He didn't correct them on that. He just gloried in that. And I told you a minute ago, the glory is for Christ and for the Father. Yes. And so, folks, if that's well, not what you're... did you know at, they're wanting to make a Bible now with him? With they, Trump? I, I shared that. I'm yeah, not, I'm not surprised. And, and these people in the, in the chat room will eat it up. They will eat it up like the little sheeple that they are instead of repenting. I, this, is, this is not hard to understand. I, I, just, I, I really he don't He wants his it. head on Mount Rushmore as well. Oh, sure he does. <laughs> you sure. can't well, make this stuff hang on. up. Let me, give, let me give a solution here, Dr. June, and then I'm going to give it back to you. Let me, get, let me give okay. a response here. Because if you could see some of the things that we see, we have a lot of great supporters here. We appreciate you guys very much. And a lot of people who do have their eyes open to what's going on. So somebody yeah. asked, S.A. McClellan says, what is your solution? Well, S.A., um, this comes really from Scripture, but it's in our Constitution. When a man is acting lawlessly, when he's not acting in good behavior, there's something called impeachment, not the fake, phony nonsense circus that we were put through by the Democrats, which wasn't even anything, didn't even have any evidence of impeachment. We have a president who has signed bills that are unconstitutional. And, and it's not just him. I don't, don't think I'm just picking on Trump here. 
We got congressmen and women. We got senators who've went along to push that to his desk. They need to be removed too. This isn't just about Trump. This is about the law. This is we don't do right and left here at the Sons of Liberty. We do who's on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. And as I've told you before, Michael Peruca, who is a constitutional party presidential candidate in 2004, I believe, because I voted for him, I sat down with him one time. We were at a Captain D's. A friend brought him with them when they came up from Maryland. We sat down and we talked, and he said, here's how it, here's how it works, Tim. He took two of those little red Solo cups. You know what I'm talking about, guys? The, mm-hmm. the little cups there. He took two of them, and he stuck them over here to the side. And then he took the salt and pepper shaker, and he put them over here away from them. And he said, the salt and pepper shaker represent, and he said, we really could stack them on top of each other. He says, because the Bible is king over the Constitution. The Constitution can be amended. The Bible can't. Okay? People do it, but they're going to receive a curse for that. Okay? But the Bible is the standard, not the Constitution, the Bible. And so they're the standard over here. Over here on the side is the two red solo cups, right and left, Democrat, Republican. Pick whatever label you want to stick on it. And you know what they do? They get the people talking about what is unlawful, what is not Mm -hmm. part of the standard. And then all of a sudden, after a month or two, the people get drawn into it and they go, yeah, we need universal health care, which, by the way, President Trump promoted in his campaign. And yes, you can find it on MSNBC. Look up Trump promotes universal health care. Listen to him, what he's saying. He's promoting the same crap that Obama promoted in the Democrats, even though he's telling you something else. Mm-hmm. And so when we when we have these kinds of things, Dr. June, people want to say, we document it. You know what? I can document all day long, and the blind are going to fall right in the ditch because they want oh, to fall Oh, I can in the ditch. show them documents from the White House. I can show them what the president said himself, and yep. they will not listen. Yep. I feel you, brother. But listen, your audience needs to know that the president has assigned a million-man army to implement this vaccine and assigned a vaccine yep. czar. And let me let me just tell you all something about the uh, two past conventions of the Republicans and the Democrats. Both candidates, you got Biden and you got Trump, both are saying they are going to continue with the infrastructure which President Trump himself is the head over the 5G implementation across the entire planet. Okay, so Biden says, I'm going to be a builder. Build back better is his motto. And guess what? It's in the UN documents, build back better. The Democratic Party is actually the voice of the UN, and they're the ones that that reveal the vomit of the UN. The Republican Party represents the side of the America that's conservative, but they still are working with the U.N. This is why President Trump has infiltrated the Republican Party worse than any president any in history. He has taken the vomit from the Democratic Party and brought it over to the Republican Party, the progressives, the LGBTs, and brought all them over to the Republican Party. And now he has completely ruined the Republican Party. And now this party is progressive because guess who is the president of the Republican Party? Mitt Romney, who was the most moderate, you know, back when he was running than we've ever had, his niece. 
So the point that I'm trying to say is that all this is a debacle. All of them are working together for what? To bring the new world order in, to bring in this digital economy, to bring in the one world religion and to change the government under this one world thing when Guess what? It starts in 2021. Mm-hmm. They're doing the World Economic Forum is the brain of the beast. Yeah, the World uh, Dr. Economic Jim. Forum is doing the great research. Yeah, and he's day. a part of the World Economic Forum. You can find yes, him on the website. Is. It's right there, folks, if you want to see yes. it. You want, the people he keep sure saying, is. oh, this is dribble. Oh, this is this. Oh, this. It's because you're brainwashed. So I got a question um, from yeah. the chat, and they said, well, what about people like... And I'm just going to call her what she is, the false prophet whore that she is, Paula White. I mean, this mm-hmm. woman has the ear of the president. What did you mm-hmm. see while you were in there with Paula White? Well, here's the thing. Uh, Paula White and all of them, they all party with the LGBT. They're all together. It, 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 it is a stench in God's nostrils that they're all together. They do this event called American Priority. American Priority is ran by Donald Trump Jr. And they meet every year in Miami at the uh, Trump Doral. Well, they're having another one in, uh, in there again. And what do they do there, Brian? But they have the transgenders host a swim party with the drag queen show and everything. Yes, your president with his family, the evangelicals. Guess who was there preaching last year? Greg Locke. Greg Locke, the one that everybody respects and thinks that he's all, you know, speaking all this. This is the very same guy that left his wife because she was too fat and went with his secretary. And so then he's turned around. Now he's a big voice for Trump. And he's down there, the very man that preaches against this LGBT agenda down there partying with them. Well, let's 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 yeah, let's let's add something else into that, because you and I talked the other day. Um, and there was, I don't know how John Hagee's name came up, but he's a big two covenant guys. He believes, yes, he oh, is. Christians does, don't have to evangelize Jews because they have their own covenant, which is nonsense. I mean, why did, why did Jesus go to the Jews if they had their own covenant? And why right. did Paul go to the Gentiles? Uh, it's just, this is craziness. And here's, here's the issue. You're talking about that. John Hagee, for most people who are, if you listen to John Hagee, you're listening to an unrepentant adulterer, the lady he's married to right now. Go back and search it out. He committed adultery with, I think she was the secretary of his former church. No repentance, left his wife, left his kids before. He left her for that. He's preaching this uh, fake Israel stuff. Instead of what the biblical Israel is, which is the people who have the faith of Abraham, read the book of Galatians. And this is um, this is just and this is what uh, Chuck well, was preaching about yesterday. About John Hagee. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Last year when I was in Washington, because I'd already heard about him having the biggest evangelical group that supports Israel. Okay, now back then, you got to remember, I was Zionist. I didn't know what that term meant, but I was, you know, a part of that. Well, I went to his event, and I like to have never got in, because let me tell you something. If I would not have had the White House credentials, I would have not gotten in. I mean, it is like Fort Knox to get in his event. So when you get there, they have all these secret service, you know, all these people. It's like, I don't know, it's creepy. I asked the Lord, I prayed, I said, Lord, I want you to show me if this man is legit or not. Bride, it was terrible. 
I am telling you, it was terrible. The whole two days, they did not mention the name of Jesus. They, it was not lifting up our Lord and Jesus. All it was was an Israel worship fest. And I went back to my prayer group in Washington and I said, I am so upset over this conference because it was Jesus was nowhere to be found. Oh, I know, but you know, he has to do that to partner with the Jews. I'm like, what the world? What happened to us evangelizing people to keep them out of hell? Because the Bible says Jesus is the only way to heaven. He is the door. There is no other way to heaven. So Come on, amen. That's done, exactly right. Yeah. That's it. Dr. Yeah. June, one of the things, you know, yeah. somebody somebody asked USA All Day in the YouTube channel, says, how how do you know, dude, if uh, he repented or not? You don't, uh, you don't, your spewing dribble you feel is correct. Okay, wait a minute, USA. Um <laughs> All throughout, and by the way, people are saying, "Well, we're supposed to preach the gospel; it's not political." Let me let me address two things here. First, let me get USA. John the Baptist came and he told the guys. He says, "Produce fruits befitting repentance." What is he saying? He's saying, "Let your repentance, which is a change of mind, something we can't see, let it be evidenced by what you do." When Zacchaeus stood before Jesus in his house and he says. He doesn't say, oh, I accept Jesus in my heart. Oh, please. He says, he says this. He adheres to the law. He says, whatever I've stolen, whatever I've taken from somebody, I'm going to repay fourfold. And what does Jesus say? Ah, today salvation has come to this house. Why? Because Zacchaeus was serious about his repentance. What he saw in his mind, he said, I'm going to do with my hand. You people who are looking for the pin the tail on the Antichrist and uh, play the mark of the beast People, here's the thing. Mind forehead, I've told you over and over and over, that has symbolism in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 6, you'll bind them as you'll bind them on your hand, and there'll be as frontlets between your eyes. The law of God, the commands I give you today. You want to see what the difference between the Christian and those who accept the mark of the beast are? Those who accept the law of God and submit to it only because of the work of Christ, not because of their own good doing. And those who submit to the tyranny of men, wearing a mask, getting a vaccine, going through all of the, the immoral stuff, accepting the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ agenda, the abortion agenda as regulated, not stopped, not abolished. The GOP are not really pro-life. They're abortion regulators. They don't go in and say, hey, Life starts at conception, and nobody can prove anything any different. So why do we want to mess with that and murder the unborn for whatever reason? Why do we not want to keep them? These are well, significant things. Well, not only things. that, but people forget about these people that he's appointed to the Supreme Court. Yep. The most liberal people in there. They have not been voting conservative. So what? That we know they're Jesuits. They're Jesuits, you know, which is the Catholic organization that is just... But where are the conservative votes? We're all so proud that he's able to put in people like that, but are they doing us any good? No. That's like when when Trump said, I'm going to open up churches and I'm going to make them essential. Did they do us any good? No, No. they didn't. They didn't. And USA keeps saying, well, um, he says, nice rant. Now, how do you know if the dude repented or not? You've not said, okay, USA, if he's repented, why does he keep funding uh, the murder of the unborn? Why does he keep advancing the sodomite agenda that God condemns? 
Exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna, asking yeah. you. Show me where he's repented, dude. Don't be an idiot. And I mean that in the, in the sense of don't be one who blinds yourself and is so hard-headed. I don't mean it as a derogatory term. Don't be someone who's so hard-headed and so blinded by your idolatry of the man that you can't see what the truth is. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I don't hate you. I don't hate President Trump. You know what? I wish President Trump would truly repent. But here's the thing, Dr. June, and I'll ask you this uh, in, in going in it. Was there ever, you know, we've heard from several people, oh, you know, all these people came, somebody from Focus on the Family, which eh, has some questionable stuff too. Um, yeah, but, I mean. But they come out and they go, well, I heard with my own, my own ears that Donald Trump gave his heart to Jesus, which is not biblical. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a biblical thing. Um, it's a repentance. It's, it's turning. Um, I've heard mm-hmm. other people say, oh, I was there when he prayed to receive Christ. Well, that's not in the Bible either, Okay. And the point is, is this issue. Um, I'm not saying he hates abortion. I'm saying he funds it, USA, all day. <laughs> I'm saying he funds it. I've put those things in the chat where you're at. If you haven't seen them, I'm sorry. Go to Sons of Liberty Media. Put in Most Pro-Life President, and you'll find it. Put in Planned Parenthood, and you'll find it. There's two reports we have on it with the documentation in it. So, Dr. June, here's the thing I want to ask you. Was there ever a time where you heard out of Trump's own mouth I've bowed the knee to Jesus, anything like that. I've asked God to forgive me of my sins. I have no. turned, and I'm going to demonstrate it in what I do. Have you ever seen that or heard it? No, because he says God, and he means the ecumenical God. He does not mean the name of Jesus. And all of you that do not understand how the evangelicals use the name of Jesus, you need to watch that movie on Netflix called The Family. It's a five-part documentary of a reporter that went into this elitism evangelical group in D.C., which I was there and I saw myself. You need to go, you need to watch this because it explains how they can partner with evil and still say the name of Jesus. It's another Jesus. The Bible talks about it. It's another Jesus. Another Jesus partners with the enemy. The true Jesus would never do that. Jesus does not mix. So one thing I wanted to tell you about the vaccine is people say, oh, President Trump says that it's going to be voluntary for us to get the vaccine. Really? Okay, it's so voluntary that he put a group together called Operation Warp Speed, and he got together a thousand military to implement the vaccine and get a vaccine czar and then to go on his uh, convention. And tell everybody at the convention, oh, I'm, I'm working on a vaccine to make sure everybody gets a vaccine. And, you know, I've done Operation Warp Speed. He is proud of it. He's proud of what's about to take place. This is the advice that I give everybody to that person that said, where do we, what do we do now? Here's what you need to be doing now. You need to talk to your family and prepare yourself for what's coming. Because if they knock on your door, you need to know, am I going to be a part of this agenda or am I not? And then you need to talk to your family and make up your mind. And also, I suggest you get out of big cities because they are putting in this 5G infrastructure. It looks like the Battle of Armageddon is about to take place. Cameras everywhere, 5G everywhere. 
Yep. These beach towers everywhere because of surveillance. People don't even people don't even realize what five G is. I, I don't want to get off on that, but that's a part. Yeah, but yeah. Trump has written uh, executive orders to protect yes. that. And folks, you need to yes, understand something. Five G has been used, like it or not. It is a documented fact. You can go on. You can go and find the documents yourself. I've we've written several things. We've had shows on that. It is a military grade weapon if it's turned up now. It goes down from like, I don't know, three megahertz to up to a hundred gigahertz. So there's a wide spectrum, but somewhere there in the middle, it is a military weapon. There's n- nobody can refute that. Nobody can. And yet mm-hmm. he's protected that. That's been put in while you're in lockdown here in the States yes. and in London, because we had yes, uh, Kate is. reporting on that and outside of London and all over the world is being put in. Um, and with that comes the cameras. We were doing a report on that. There was a guy who spoke out. He said he'd been in Hong Kong recently where they had the 5G rollout. He said, you aren't even going to need things like this. You're not even going to need the cell phone anymore. Right. You're, you're going to go out and be able to say Uber. And the microphones are going to pick you up. They're going to identify you, and they're going to send you an Uber car right where you are. And the next, and Trump says he wants 6G, 7G, 8G, 9G, 10G. Folks, he is leading you into the very thing that we've yeah. talked about before that sounds so outrageous, this whole transhumanism stuff, to yeah. where they'll want to put a chip in your head um, yeah. that you just direct things by your thought. It, i, I got to tell you, Dr. June, it's almost like they want you to either, one, pray to the state in that. It, it's this whole mm. symbolism. It's the symbolism. Yeah. I can... I, or I can be my own God, just like Lucifer. I can be like the mm-hmm. Most High. Well, I can just say what I want, and it comes. It happens. Ta-da! Yeah. And it seems so convenient. It seems like a good thing. It's. Yeah. It, I mean, it is a mindset they are putting us in, and I know they smile. I know they're well-dressed. I know they tell you about God um, when oftentimes they don't identify who that God is. And, That's right, amen. And, and all of this, and I, I challenge you. You know, we had uh, our friend Kevin Ship. He was a former CIA. One of the first things I that Kevin told me when I talked with him, I believe he's a real Christian. Uh, a lot of people say former CIA. Uh, all of them are always CIA. Maybe, I, maybe. But one of the things yeah, that Kevin, one of the things that Kevin told me was this. He says you can tell the real Christians out of the CIA from the false ones. He says the true Christians in the CIA don't know squat about the Bible, and they will never adhere to the doctrine of the Trinity. They will never adhere to it. Um, mm. and so it was it was very interesting to me to hear from Kevin yeah. to say, because I didn't ask him about it. He just said, right. this is part of what they do. This is how you can tell if somebody's infiltrating you. Uh, they they don't really know what's going on. And I see, you know what, sadly... And I don't. I don't say this with any pride. I really don't. It's really sad yeah. to see some of the comments. A lot of you guys are great joining us, but it's really sad to see such biblical ignorance from it people in the chat room. Guys, mm-hmm. let me say this. Some people have said, poli- "You know, we're supposed to preach the God." I think I'm hit on this before, and I didn't get to finish it. Politics is not a part of Christianity. Well, wait a minute. When God gave the law. And the people walked away from the law. They started serving other gods, like he said they would. What did he do? He sent them prophets. And what did the prophets do? Oh, that's right. They had a political message. You have turned away from the law. That's political, folks. All of the all of the messages in the Old Testament are political. 
because they're calling people back to the God they serve. And if you think we're not in a theocracy, I've told this again and again and again. Every society is a theocratical government. Whatever your religion is and whoever the God of that society is determines the law. That's theocracy, folks. In America, we were founded upon the true and living God's word of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. Amen. And that's evidenced in the Mayflower Compact. Look, I, I get it. I've done my history. The U.S. Constitution was a little bit watered down over that. I get it. But the fact of the matter is our foundations, which came hundreds of years before that, were founded upon the Bible. And the law of God. And if you don't believe me, go back and read your state laws. Read it on sodomy. I mean... Well, now they're wanting to do away with our Bibles. Sure. Because they're saying that the Bibles, that the people that read it, that wrote it, are racist. So, there's, you know, that's part of one of the agendas of the Black Lives Matter deal is to get rid of our written Bible. Because yeah. of slavery in it and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's a difference in, 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 again, when we go back into the Bible, when we talk about slavery, there was a condemnation against man-stealing. If you went and stole somebody like the black Muslims did of the Africans, and then you came over to Europe and to northern, I mean, because there were no southern slave ships, folks, you came into the north under the Marxist tyrant Lincoln, and you came in here and you sold these people that were stolen, um... Yeah, you would have been condemned under the scriptures. But the Bible also provides for when you go in to make war against somebody, and it needs to be a just war. It doesn't need to be just making war for plunder. Uh, The Bible condemns that too. That's why we condemn unconstitutional wars, unjust wars. Yeah. But when you did that, you would you would then take the people, and it talks about using the slaves. But the point was, you were to teach them the law of God, because in the year of jubilee, every you know every few every seven years, you had to release people, and then on the fiftieth year, you had that. But every seven years, you were to release those people. So if you had them for six months or seven years, you were to be teaching them the law of God, so that when you release them, they were to function in the society in the same laws that you were to function under, because their culture had been destroyed, their homes had been destroyed in the war, their their other other people had been destroyed that they knew. And so you were to take care of those people. You say, well, well, is that the greatest thing? No, the greatest thing would be that everybody live in peace and harmony. But the fact of the matter is sometimes there's war and sometimes it's justified and sometimes it's not. Matter of fact, a lot of times nowadays it's not justified. And so there mm-hmm. is a thing in which we see in the law of God, biblical commands for war, um, setting up of militias, of armies, and they're not to be standing armies, by the way. And in fact, our Constitution relies on that, too. It says you're, our founding fathers told us we weren't supposed to have standing armies. But they did say if you have a standing army, you have to re-up it every two years because you should have been done with the war by then. We're still in Afghanistan after, what, two decades? Even with this president. And by the way, let me give a props here to, to Trump on the North Korea thing. He didn't do what some people thought he was going to do. He settled that somewhat peacefully. Um, some other issues, but then he goes over to Syria and lobs in missiles unconstitutionally without any authority, without any backing, of con- all this other stuff. That's That right there should have been uh, an impeachment issue as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but my point is, is this. The Bible speaks to all of these issues. All these issues that are quote-unquote political are really moral issues. And those of you who are on the libertarian side, um, who don't have the law of God as your bumpers. I'm fine with libertarians who have the law of God as their bumpers. We should have liberty in Christ. The Bible tells us that Christ has set us free. 
So we yes. ought to be able to do what we want from our heart because Christ directs our heart. So we're getting the desires of our heart because Christ has given us the desires of our heart. But the fact of the matter is there's those who just want to do whatever they want, no matter how lawless it is. And I call you back to the God of our foundations, the true and living God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who gave his son as a sacrifice for sinners, just like me, just like Dr. June. We're no better than you. That's not the issue. We're not looking down our nose at people. The, the no. point is, we're just beggars pointing other beggars where they can get bread. Uh, as John MacArthur said, who, uh, who I appreciate taking the stand for, for the church, but then comes right behind it and says, oh, only believers can uh, believers can only vote for Donald Trump with a clear conscience. What? What are you talking what? about, dude? So anyway, Dr. June, we, we went over. I kept you a long time, and I apologize for that. Uh, do you got any right. parting words for us before we close out the show? Well, I just want to encourage everyone that uh, this is not the day for us to consider the world that we're in as we did in 2019 and before. We're not in that world no more. We are being ran by the new world order and by the global elites. They are the ones telling us that we have to live our life the way that we're living it. After the election, Brad, I believe with all my heart that the bottom is going to fall out. And the reason I say that is because president, this, this ship America is sinking. We're sinking. This is what my judgment book is about. We are sinking. He is not going to go down in a sinking ship. So how he's going to go out, I don't know, but he will be removed one way or the other. When President Trump goes out, it will be utter chaos because they, the media and President Trump, has convinced the world that he is the only thing standing between you and, and utter collapse. He has positioned himself as God in this country. This God does not put up with that. Okay. When he's taken out, the bottom's going to fall out. So here's all I'm trying to encourage you in church is this. We can't control what he does or what other people do. All we can control is our heart before God. We have got to make our peace with God and with man. If you have unforgiveness towards other people, you need to forgive them. You need to make your life right with people and you need to talk to your family and make a decision. My family, I'm going to give you just my family as an example. I've talked to all my children. I'm a single woman. I told all my children, I'm telling you right now, I will not be tested. I will not be vaccinated and I'm ready to pay the price for that. And I will not take the chip. I will not take the mark of the beast. So I have made up my mind. I've already talked to my family. I have made my peace. And I'm ready to do whatever God's called me to do. And another thing, nobody is going to kill me without God's permission. So I'm going out of this earth with as many souls as I can take with me. I am not going down a whip puppy because I see them coming up over the mountain with all the guns ablazing, trying to take us out of the church. I am going out of here and I am fighting all the way out. I Amen. am going out in glory. Amen. So that's what I want to encourage you in today. Amen. Amen. That's a good message because Timothy had quoted uh, in the chat room, he quoted uh, Timothy where he says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and sound right. mind. And you know what? I'm not here to promote fear. I'm not here to sell you fear. I'm here to sell you mm -hmm. the truth. Well, not even to sell you. I'm here to preach to you the <laughs> truth. I'm here yeah. to preach to you the truth. And then here's the thing. 
you have to determine, are you going to be fearful of that truth? Or are you going to say, you know what? That's the devil's lie, and I'm going to fight it Mm -hmm. tooth and nail till God takes me home or whatever the case may be. Right. That's the way I feel. Exactly. And I think that's how we are at the Sons of Liberty. We Mm -hmm. give you this stuff. Yeah, some of this can be scary for some people. I get it. I get that. The people of Israel – let me give a scenario here, and then we'll close out the show. The the, the armies of Israel – were frightened and scared before the giant Goliath. One guy, one mm-hmm. guy, but he's nine foot tall. And all of the armies of Israel were cowering in fear. And this little punk who's been taking care of the sheep, who's fought a lion and a bear, ripped them apart with his bare hands, comes up and he goes, I just brought some bread and cheese for you guys. What are you doing over here cowering? There's a guy out there. Um, he's uh, he's going against the, the, the Lord our God. And... Uh, what what in the world is going on with you guys? I'll go yeah. out there and fight him. And his brothers are like, dude, you're a little kid. Don't do that. And the king wants to put his armor on him. And he can't wear the armor because he can't walk because it's so heavy. And what does he do? He goes down there and he says, I'll take care of him. Goes, gets his sling, gets a couple of rocks, comes out to meet him. And the giant laughs at him and he mocks him like some of you people in the chat room, okay, are mocking Dr. June and myself. Not that we're prophets, or son of prophets, mm-hmm. or daughters of prophets, any of that. We're not claiming any of that. He goes out and he meets him, and he mocks him, and David says, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to cut your head off, and I'm going to feed your body to the birds of the air. Does that sound very Jesus-like to you people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Jesus was the greatest warrior. I had a friend that told me this. Jesus was the Come greatest warrior. Now. He had hundreds of thousands of people killed in one second. I mean, you go read the the standard where he sent, or the the Old Testament where he sent out the angel to wipe out hundreds of thousands of people, and you say, "Well, that's a mean old Jesus." That's not the Jesus New Testament. Same Jesus. He doesn't change. Same yesterday, today, forever. Same guy. He hates sin. Yeah, he went to right a cross to deal with sin for sinners. That's right. And so, so here's the thing. Do you want to be reconciled to God? Then quit sinning and quit idol quit being involved in idols idolatry, which is sin. It's a violation of law. That's what John tells us that sin is. It's a violation of law. And guys, we have to fight it. And you know what? I feel there is a part of me. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this. I want the I want the audience to hear it too. There is a part of me that pities President Trump because nobody who names the name of Christ, is willing to confront him with his sin. They are willing to go along with his sin. They are willing to pat him on the back because they figure they're getting the accolades of men instead of saying, Mr. President, what you're promoting is sin. What you've been involved Mm -hmm. in is sin. This is not preaching hate. This is preaching love, USA. Let me give you an example. Let Let me give you an example. USA, do you have kids? When you have kids and those kids do things that are wrong, do you correct them? That's right. I preach the same thing. Do you do you do you say this Amen. is wrong and this is why it's wrong? Do you spank them on the butt and then you you say you you pray with them and hug them and say this is I love you. I want to correct you. I want to get your attention because I don't want you to go out in the world and then you face the consequences of it like mm-hmm. knuckleheads that we see out in the streets now. That's true love, USA. That's not hate. That's true love, That's dude. Right. If you it don't is. know the Amen. difference, then you don't know what true love is. That's right. Amen. And so we, when we, you know, the Bible tells us that the kisses 
of a, or excuse me, the um, the wounds of a friend are faithful, but the kisses of the enemy, oh, Judas kissed Jesus, didn't he? Was he showing him love or was he selling him out? When Jesus corrected Judas, was he showing him love or was he selling him out? You see right. what I'm saying, people? You've fallen for a fake love. You've fallen for a fake gospel. You've fallen for a fake God. And the yeah. Bible commands all of us, including myself, including Dr. June. And she's told you, here's her repentance. Uh, USA was asking, show us your repentance. What Dr. June showed you. She was a Trump supporter. She went in there and saw what was happening. And she's yes. like, whoa, wait a minute. The change of mind, that's repentance. And then she said, I got out of it. I'm not going to support it. That's, that's the fruit of repentance. Yes, it's so, a turning. Yeah, so that's the thing. Dr. June, we're going to close out here because i got stuff i got to get done. I know you have to get on too. Thank you for joining yes. us this morning. Tell people where they can find out more about you before we close out. Okay, you can go to gotreehouse.org or WATB, which means we are the bride, WATB.TV. Also on YouTube and Facebook at WATB-TV. And thank you, sir. It's an honor to be here, and I enjoy it listening to you preach well we appreciate you coming on and spending time with us early in the morning because it's earlier you're an hour you're an hour ahead of us guys we appreciate your support so many people on the radio show and also on the video platforms we appreciate you guys look even you trolls the guys who hate us and all that we appreciate your support because every comment you make helps get this out further due to the algorithms that are there so you know i want you to be my friend i want look i want i want you to be my friend i don't hate any of you I want you. No, she doesn't support Biden either, Keith. I mean, no, definitely what, not. What is no. with this propaganda that you guys keep spewing back out? The issue is the I'm law. We're, it's not right or left. It's who's on the straight and narrow. And the only way to right. determine that is by the law. All right. You guys have a great uh, day. We'll talk to you in 23 and a half or 22 and a half hours. And you don't want to miss this. I'm going to bring you something of your history. And you're going to you're going to really appreciate this. I'm telling you right now. Until then, see ya.